Hey, hey, all you Arizona lovers, this is the Finding Arizona podcast, episode number 273. I'm your host, Jose. Thank you so much for coming back to us. Today's episode is with Dave and Kim Panazzo of the Panazzo team. They are a real estate uh, group and team and marketing geniuses. They do wonderful things around the valley, but on top of that, they're just wonderful to talk to. So we had them on the show to share us what they've been doing during the pandemic, how they got started with their own team and how they kind of just continue to move forward and just traverse the ups and downs of the market. And we encourage you guys to go check out their links. They're ingenious when it comes to marketing themselves and where they're at online. So I encourage you really go check out all of their stuff. They're on like YouTube. They're on every social media platform. They are great. So that'll lead us into our own little business area. You can hear every episode of Finding Arizona Podcast at our website, FindingArizonaPodcast.com. We make it easy for you guys to tell us who you want in next so all social media is under finding arizona podcast twitter instagram facebook finding arizona podcast let us know who you want in next we will try and get them on the show next up is my favorite part of the intro is the community cork board and that is we tell you who is doing what in the community and we just shout them out because we want this to be a community-based podcast we want you guys to let us know what you want to hear and where it is going on in the arizona area and so here is our chance to share with you some of the local community stuff going on please remember if you want to send a shout out do so at podcast at gmail.com. There, we'll set you up with a shout out like the following events. First up, Valentine's Wine, Valentine's Wine Bar in the Garden. That's right. The Japanese Friendship Garden is doing their annual uh, Valentine's Wine Bar. This is taking place Sunday, February 14th, and it's uh, it's a it's a pretty long event. So I encourage you guys to go check it out. It's uh, if you're interested in being in the garden and enjoying a glass of wine, it takes place from 10 a.m. to 3:30 p.m. and uh, they'll be celebrating Valentine's Day. Next up is the virtual Galentine's Canvas class that is being put on by the Art House of Gilbert, and so this is a two-hour class. It's taking place. Saturday, February 13th from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. We, If you are looking to help yourselves in a Galentine's Day manner or do an event like this, the artist, her name is Kendall. She'll be putting on a class for you ladies. I hope that you guys enjoy it. Next up is the Waterfront Fine Art Festival in Scottsdale. And this is a Thunderbird Arts Festival and it's uh, taking place at 7135 East Camelback in Scottsdale. And that's for those of you who don't know, it is off Camelback and Scottsdale Road. And so February 12th, uh, 10 a.m. And then the closing time is February 14th to 5 p.m. So it's a two day event. Go check it out. It is uh, 85 uh, Jurd world class artists that are lined up along the banks of the canal. And uh, we encourage you guys to go check that out. Again, this is all events going on throughout the valley. And if we want to hear more or if you have something that you want to shout out, please do so at Finding Arizona Podcast at gmail.com. Guys, I'll just give you a little life life update. What's going on? Atlas is doing wonderful. He's fed. He's happy. He's joyful. We are at the end period of the Hopi naming ceremony where he 
is allowed to be you know introduced to the world and take pictures and social media whatever that may be but uh yeah he's doing wonderfully we've been sharing him we hope to share more with him and we are just happy parents granted a little sleepy a little tired but it's all worth it for him in the end and then uh for those of you who want to learn more or be a part of his journey life journey and growing you can go do so at our blog at finding arizona podcast Com. And that concludes our intro. We go right into this episode, episode number 273 with the Panazzo team. I, I am so happy I got that right. Uh, I will see you guys on the next episode. Welcome back, everybody, to Fighting Arizona Podcast. I am your host, Jose. As always, we bring in very special guests every week, and today is no different. I'm actually going to let these two introduce themselves because I can't go any bigger than they go big because these two are actually podcasters. They've been on the news. They've been everywhere. So I'm going to let it kick it off to them to introduce themselves and their team. I am Kim Panazzo. This is Dave Panazzo. We're the Panazzo team in Scottsdale, Arizona. And really excited to be on the team uh, on the show today. Oh yeah, I'm excited to be a part of the team. I'm now a team P. I am team P right now. Like there I you know. go. <laughs> I'm with you guys. So um, I just want to say first off, thank you for coming aboard and for joining us. And just because just seeing what you guys have been able to accomplish this last couple of years and just what you've been through social media wise. I just have to say kudos and thank you for being aboard because you guys are just killing it. You guys are making this like huge renaissance for your business and for the realtor market and just what you guys do on social media. You guys are making really big hits. Thank you. Thank you. And, you know, once again, it, it I always tell people, you know, it didn't happen overnight. We've been absolutely pretty strong now for about four and a half years, almost five years. And, you know, when we first got into the social game, I was like, we're going to do this thing. Okay. Yeah. And we're not going to stop. <laughs> I love it. And the, and the biggest thing was we're going to be who we are. Right. Okay? Who you see in person and who you see on, on social media are the same people. Awesome. And uh, that's what, that's what everyone kind of like hopes to be and hopes to like shoot for. And you know what, if I can say anything, you guys are just a dynamic duo. Like you guys make each other better. If not, like you guys make each other crack up uh, a little bit I'm more. So yeah. yeah. And so, and so I'll ask you this question that I'm asking everyone nowadays is it, it's a big part of our life. The pandemic has made a huge effect on everyone's business and everyone's personal life. I just now start to ask just because we sometimes forget while we're helping others and helping our team and helping our business. How are you guys doing as a family, as individuals? How are you guys taking this in stride and how are you guys doing as a family? Well, it's been kind of crazy. Um, you know, last March, you know, that's when it really, let's call it what it is, the shit hit the fan. Okay. Yeah. And we were like, oh my God, what what's happening? And we went into this little lull for about two weeks. And then all of a sudden the phones were blowing up. Um, our, all of our agents on the team were super busy and our business completely just flipped upside down. And it's been crazy ever since. And okay. Number one, you know, typically in the springtime of year in the, in the real estate world, you know, that's when, you know, houses hit the market. That's when people are starting to buy and sell because they want to get settled down before the summertime. Yeah. Well, pandemic kind of pushed that back a little bit. 
we were still helping people buy and sell. Obviously we were wearing, I mean, it was, they we were, were super full, strict. Yeah, gloves, yeah. Masks, masks, um, booties. Yeah, booties. I mean, the whole nine yards. And we were like, this is kind of weird. Like we're pretty busy considering what's going on. You know, yeah. and you, heaven forbid you flip the news on, you're like, oh my God, like, you know, we're going to yeah. die or something, you know? I mean, it was, it scary. was, it was kind of scary. And so yeah. once things kind of settled down with the whole COVID-19 thing, all of a sudden, I mean, it got extremely busy this past summer because I think some people were at a point to where I'm sick of being locked down because obviously some states were a lot tougher than mm -hmm. Arizona was. And people started looking at different choices. One big thing that we did run into is your corporate employee that was going into brick and mortar yeah. was now said, you have to work at home, but you can also live wherever you want as long as you're within a you know five state radius or you can just live anywhere you want. Yeah. Well, what we were finding is a lot of these people that live in the Californias, the New York cities, the Chicago's where cost of living is high and housing is high. You know, these are kids and young families and, and executives that were basically spending three, four grand a month on rent mm -hmm. for a little thousand, uh, 1400 square foot, um, you know, little apartment, a little box. <laughs> well, now all of a sudden they're coming here going, Hey, what's this $800,000 house? You mean I get all of this? <laughs> <laughs> they kind of take, they kind of like taking it back. Like they're being punked or something. Right. It, it was insane. We, we had one client um, that Kim helped that was New York city. Mm -hmm. They lived in a co-op uh, apartment and their kids have never played in a, in a yard. They've only played in city parks. They haven't owned a car since 2015. And they bought a home in Paradise Valley on an acre, on an acre <laughs> and they didn't know. It, they just were like mind blown. So wow. what they were spending in New York City, they were able to buy a gorgeous home in Paradise Valley. Oh, I can imagine. So, so we saw a lot of that and we still are we seeing still, a lot of that. We yeah. have multiple out of state clients. <laughs> and once again, they're all kind of leaving these states that have been very hard, um, you know, with COVID restrictions. And let's face it, we're in Arizona, okay? We're lucky. We're super we're very lucky. lucky. Yeah. Our weather is, un I mean, worst case, you can at least go in your backyard and not be around anyone. And the weather's beautiful, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I where, do. <laughs> where you, we have to remember now, God, we're from the Midwest. It's cold, it's rainy, it's snowy, You're it's ugly. Down. It's you're in lockdown, you're flipping the news on, you're like, oh my God, the world's going to end. They don't have that ability to be able to go outside and see a blue sky with sun. Yeah. And so those folks are like, let's get the hell out of here. And, and yeah, that's for sure. And that's what we're seeing. And you're seeing all of that come into the areas now. And I, I just kind of like, I want to pull it back just a little bit, just for just kind of the safety of like, just understanding you guys are like, when you guys go into every season or every year, are you guys like, you guys really thought to yourself in this very moment of the pandemic, you guys thought it's, it's, it's going to be rough for the next couple of months. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. It, um, towards the end of, I think it was the first week of April, we sat our team down and I, and I said, guys, we need to plan for the worst. Mm -hmm. And I want to know, can can everyone here at this table go at least six months without making a paycheck? I, I didn't know what was going to happen. 
Yeah. You know, I didn't know, you know, what, if, if it was just going to stop, you know, I was, we were kind of treating this like a, unfortunately, like a, a 9-11 type scenario where everything stopped. I, I was, I was in the car business back then. And I think you were working a regular job. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, that, the, economy, back. the economy back then, I mean, it literally stopped. And so that's what we thought that this was going to be. And, um, and it was yeah. complete, opposite. complete opposite. Do you think that the stimulus checks and everything like that kind of made a dent or made a difference in any sort of facet? Because some might say no. yes, some might say no. I don't know. I don't think so. I think the you know keeping the interest rates really nice and low okay. uh, and making home affordability still uh, you know for for a young family or anyone yeah. really yeah. Um, really low is is really I think the biggest barometer for that. Yeah, absolutely. So now I'll ask you the question that we used to ask everyone. And it's kind of, can you give us the origin story of how you came to be and kind of how this whole situation of the team and what what led up to this? Go well, ahead. Go, go ahead. <laughs> uh, her story's better than mine. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, so gosh, uh, about 18, 19 years ago, our, our neighbor was uh, a lender and really became really good friends. Her, her husband was, uh, he worked for a big bank here, had his real estate license for 20 years. And we'd always go over there and hang out. We They talk about, you know, owning investment properties. And we thought, oh, that sounds really interesting and yeah. fun. But at the time I was an accountant, Dave was in car sales. And, you know, I just, nice. I don't know, really didn't think much through it. But my girlfriend was like, you know, you'd be a really good real estate agent. And I'm like, well, I don't know how to do that. And she's like, oh my gosh, you're outgoing, you're fun. You got this, you can do it. So basically um, I, I went to real estate, got my license, went to real estate school, got my license. And then that first year I kept my job because I wanted that security. But that first year I made like 13,000. Okay. It wasn't much, but I, I hadn't been doing it very long. And the next year I made what I made as an accountant and I quit. Nice. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. It's just an easy transition. <laughs> exactly. So I was pretty much alone. I call it a lone wolf. I was a solo agent for about 14 years. Okay. I had a really good idea about, oh, 12 years into it that my husband should get his real estate license, but uh, wasn't really ready for it yeah. yet. <laughs> so I kind of just did my thing. I had an assistant, um, got a great account with Bank of America, started selling bank-owned homes about, okay. oh, gosh, 13, 14 years ago as well. And um, gosh, from there, Dave decided about five years ago to get his license. And I'm like, oh my God, that's such a great idea. It's it's good awesome. idea. Yeah. It's just like, that's so great. So I know I'm kind of going through this quickly, but that's kind of like the long story short. Yeah. Um, he got his license and then that's when really we focused a lot of his energy is thinks outside the box. He can see in the future. He kind of has that let's go for it attitude. So he's really gone for that, that marketing part, that social media part. I give him yeah. all the kudos. I just show up. <laughs> okay. So let, let's, I want the listeners to know one thing. <laughs> Reason why, okay. I didn't want to take my real estate license is because I was a horrible student. Okay. <laughs> I barely made it through high school. I dropped out of college. Okay. Oh. I was, I was in the car business. I don't know, maybe two or three years this was probably like 96, 97. And 
this one guy that I sold a vehicle to, he was, I don't know, stocks and bonds and stuff like that. He's like, man, you are, you're, you are so outgoing. You would make a great stockbroker. He goes, <laughs> but all you have to do is just take this test. It's no big deal. And then blah, blah, blah. Yeah, what, well, series, it's, it's what? The series <laughs> seven <laughs> test. Yeah. That thing is no, no joke. Now, now take in mind, I suck at school. Okay. I botched this thing so bad that I said, oh. I'm never doing that ever again. So fast forward, gotcha. that was one of my biggest things I was, so where I'm going with this is guys, don't let your fears stop you. Absolutely. Okay. I could have addressed this years ago, but I never did because I had this image in my head of, well, this is how it came this last time. You know, I failed. Well, if I do it again, I'm going to fail. So that was, that, that held me back. Okay. That fear. Yeah. So I just manned up and I said, I'm just going to, I'm just going to buckle down and I'm going to do this thing. And you know, obviously here we are. So yeah. <laughs> Second time's a charm or was it the third? Well, no, no, no. First, time? First, first, first time I nailed it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I meant second time taking a test. That's what I meant. Well, yeah. Oh yeah. Since college. Yeah. 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 yeah that's cool. <laughs> uh, th I mean, that's all really like, it's kind of mind blowing how like a story like that leads to where you guys are today, where let, let's just put it on the table. You've written a Forbes magazine article. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's just been, really it's, incredible. It's cool stuff. Yeah, I think, you know, once again, you have three or four now. Yeah, there's a couple out there. But, there's a couple but, once, but once again, I think it's, you know, I'm at a point in my life where it's like, I want to be able to give back. Yes. I want to give back. You know, I got a lot of good stuff in here. There's enough to go around for everyone. That's right. Not everyone wants the same thing. We all have different goals. And, I, and sure. I think at this point, we get a lot of satisfaction out of helping others. Like with some of our partners on our team, man, seeing them grow and make money and do things for their family. Aww. That's priceless. That's I, have to, I have to say, yeah, because I saw the Christmas video that you guys put out and that, that moment where you guys come together in your home and you guys are doing the, um, your cutting vision board. the vision boards. Yeah. So my wife and I actually used to do that. She used to have her own business. Well, she was like part owner of a business and that's what they would do in the new years as well. They would cut out, they would have a kind of, uh, a moment for all of their team to gather. And then yep. we, you know, we'd cut out from, from magazines and all these, all these different things from books and vision boarded up. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed it because it did really make me concentrate on what things that I wanted to put out into for the podcast and my personal goals and, and other things like that. You know, it was just really one of those moments where it's like, it gave me clarity. Well, and I think also too, like people think, oh, vision board, that's voodoo. It's like, okay, stop it. Or, or, or selfish, right? Like you think of, some people think about, oh, it's just materialistic things and it's it's not at all. No, I I like, I put myself, you know, I, I, I like to think like, these are all just like tiny things that you have in your mind. Like, you know, whether you're talking it to yourself, like, oh, I should do that. Oh, I should do that. And it's putting down on a piece of paper. It gives it physicality almost. It gives it almost like, a realness to it, a connection. Well, it's no different than when you sign a contract or something, they sign at the bottom, right? Yep. Well, it's kind of holding yourself accountable. And, and I find that that, you know, once again, you have written goals and things mm -hmm. like that. Um, that's important to put that in writing. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I'm kind of now like curious about what you guys do routine wise. And I've asked this question from some of our other um, guests is what are you guys are doing nowadays to keep your sanity kind of in check with, you know, what's going on in the world? Is there any routines that you keep in the morning? 
Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. Go ahead. Let's hear it. So every morning, we're not allowed to look at our phones or the TV or anything negative. Good. Right? Or, I mean, I don't have to say it's negative, but most of the time, you know, we open an email, ah, the appraisal didn't come in or, mm-hmm. ah, you know, yep. they want a, they want the refrigerator, you know? So you look at those things when you're in your, this is the most clarity you're going to have in the day is your mm-hmm. morning, right? So yep. that's our first rule. Um, Dave and I also like to put our affirmations out there every day. Uh, we like to write in our five minute journal, what we want to bring into our lives every day. Nice. And then also we like to read. Um, I like to read things that will help improve my business or personally that, um, that, you know, can help my team. Cause I'm always looking for little nuggets of gold yeah. uh, in the books that I read. So that's pretty much every morning it takes about an hour or 45 minutes or yeah. so nice um, to kind of have that routine, but we need that before eight o'clock rings <laughs> Yeah, and then it's off to the races. Cause here's yeah. the thing you are guaranteed an mm-hmm. hour in the morning. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're going to find this out as being a new parent. Like, oh, you, yeah. there's, you're, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the baby's going to cry and then you're going to get up, but you'll figure yeah. it out. That yep. <laughs> if you get up before the baby, you're going to have this, this like Beautiful. euphoric, mm-hmm. like peace and quiet. That's where you have to take advantage of that. And so we know that once the bell rings, eight o'clock. our day is going to keep going, going, going. And usually it stops, you know, seven, eight o'clock, everything, you know, has a tendency to kind of calm down. Yeah. So by guaranteeing that we have that first hour of just pureness, we can then set our mindset. We can set our, you know, talk to one another. We can mm-hmm. get our, our mindset for that day. Yeah. And it's a beautiful thing. And we've been doing that now for Long probably time. six, seven years. Yeah. Mm, and that's definitely. been a game changer. That's so good to hear because, you know, especially with, you know, everyone wants to understand like how, you know, certain people do certain things. And I, I don't know if you've ever heard Tim Ferriss, you might be a fan of his, um, you know, just how he, like, he likes to ask the, um, he has a book now, I think a tribe of, oh, I'm yeah, I know tribe. What you're talking about. yeah, but it's like asking those fundamental questions. And that's what I've been so interested in, especially with, you know, you know, other people that have been guests of ours is because they are business owners essentially too. And we want to understand how much, you know, our local community, like if they go for a run in a local park too, it's like those right. types of things like, Oh, I like this one trail or I like this, you know, certain aspect, like those certain details that we really do. Like I enjoy so much hearing and thank you guys for sharing. So uh, do you guys keep like a certain like diet of sort? Cause you know, Dave, you look great. You look, you know, I want to be that in shape when I'm your age. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, as you get older, things change, but um, yeah, we, we, we keep it right and tight. I mean, we're not perfect, but um, we, you know, one thing that saves time for us is we have a meal prep company that drops off oh, awesome. food on a weekly basis. So that way we're making good choices. And once again, you know, we work from our home. Yeah. We do have a pantry and, you know, depending upon what you put in that pantry, that door gets opened uh, about eight times a day. So okay. Times a day. <laughs> you have to treat yourself right. Absolutely. I mean, you, you can't eat crappy food and, and feel good and feel good <laughs> and perform at a high level. It just For doesn't sure. work. Yeah. Yeah. Do I have my weekends where I like to go off the rails on a crazy train? Absolutely. I love fried <laughs> foods. I love all that shitty food. But what happens is come Monday, 
we kind of feel like bleh. I feel mucked, you know, like I'm all mucky and it just like, I can't get going. And then by Tuesday, Wednesday, you feel all better. You're like, you know what, this weekend, we're definitely not going to, you know, yeah. do any craziness. Right. So. Well, and I think too, like Dave and I were both in sports, right? Oh and yeah. Nice. Military. And, you know, we've just always been in health and fitness. It's just a part of our lifestyle. Yeah. So it's kind of a bummer. We don't have a gym anymore to go to. It uh, sounds sec. like something that a realtor might help you with. I don't, I, I don't we know. actually have our patio. We converted our patio yeah. into there you a go. Yeah, there <laughs> we you have go. bikes and weights and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. So we had to pivot with our lifestyle too. But, yeah. you know, we've, we've always been into health and fitness. Oh, awesome. I just, I'm very like, again, I'm very just interested in what the, the, the minutia of like your daily routine, just because it fascinates me. Like, cause I mean, I can understand, like I can get from a TV commercial or a TV interview, like what you guys do on a, on a, you know, with your business. It's like those little things when you come home, when you like what you watch, what you're into, what, like what gives you kind of a new vibe or whatever. It's like, you know, those types of stuff that I'm very interested in. So thank you again, guys, for, for all that you've, you know, divulged to us, but uh, let's go, let's, let's go into a little bit more of like the fun side. What was uh, Christmas like for you guys and your family? Oh, Thanksgiving was great. Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have to start at that holiday because our little, our youngest one uh, joined the Air Force and left. And when you talked earlier about um, what your family's like and what they're going through, it was a little bit of a rocky start. Mm-hmm. Um, so our, our youngest daughter, Nicole, joined the Air Force, went to basic okay. training in Texas and was the first graduating class to not have an attendance. Wow. So we were because of COVID. Because yeah. of COVID. no yeah. one was allowed to, to attend. So we were supposed to go and we that got canceled. Then she had our school. We couldn't go to that. Yeah. Um, so now she's stationed in, in Great Falls, Montana, at um, Malmstrom Air Force Base there. And was so uh, Thanksgiving was the first opportunity that she was able to come home. Oh, awesome. That so sounds like great. 11 months. So it was a big deal. Yeah, um, yeah of course. Our other daughter and her family came. And so Thanksgiving was just awesome because we were all together for the first time for a I period. bet. Yeah. yeah, I bet that was fun. The Christmas I, was cool, but Thanksgiving was really awesome. <laughs> okay. Yes. That, that I wanted to hear. That sounds beautiful. And like, just to have, how proud are you or for her to like be able to finish all of that? Cause that's a lot of hard work, especially I can imagine the math that she had to go through with the Air Force and stuff like that. Well, and I think, too, the, you know, I was in the Air Force. Dave was in the Army. So we Mm. understand that mindset. But being in COVID restriction. um, It's another level. It's it's different level. It's a it's a mental. um, Mm -hmm. You have to have mental strength, too, I think. uh, Definitely. um, To get through that. So let me ask you this with your team and how you guys set up everything and what you've pivoted to. I know it's a lot more offline and how are you guys keeping your team connected and, you know, with your business as well too? Like, how are you guys staying on top of that? I know it's probably the utilization of zoom calls and things like that, but is there anything maybe you could give us like that gives you like your secret weapon or something that you kind of do behind the scenes? Well, you know, for, for, you know, probably three months, three months, we zoomed three months. We, we did a lot of zoom calls just to keep, cause everyone was still kind of like, Oh, I don't know well, about we this. Scared yeah. yeah. And everyone. so, <laughs> you know, after about three months, we, 
we kind of fell back into our groove of we do a, a weekly meeting once a week on okay. Mondays. Okay. I find Monday's the day to do it. Okay. Mm -hmm. We get together for an hour. We talk about wins, strategies, things that have happened to us that we like to share with the team. Or if anyone else had like a, an incredible learning moment, yeah. we like to share that. And then after the meeting, um, the individual partners will basically get with our support staff mm. to go over any details and things that, you know, they need to catch up on. Yeah. And then everyone goes their separate way. And so that has been our kind of our format since the inception of putting a team together. Okay. And then we'll also have sometimes a, a second get together uh, on a Thursday or Friday that's typically with our support staff, Kayla mm -hmm. and Mallory. And then sometimes we'll do some extra training with some of our, our partners on a one-on-one -on -one basis just to better their skills and do, you know, whatever it takes. Nice. Sounds like you guys have really got this kind of ship in the right direction from the from the first pivot of like realizing the pandemic is going to change some things. Sounds like you guys have made a really sharp turn and made things in proper what you need to fit into going forward now 100 i mean and, and once again in business there are no rules okay mm -hmm. and you have to adjust accordingly mm -hmm. um because you know yeah there's a lot of people in real estate that had a good year and and stuff but there's other agents that had a horrible year and and so once again it's just the mindset and yeah. my my heart goes out to these restaurant owners and and people that are like you know government wise uh, affected. Okay. Mm -hmm. Where we were still able to do our business. We just had to, you know, kind of pivot around some of the things, yeah. but, um, yeah, it's, it's been such a, a weird deal, uh, yeah. watching all this, you know, it, it kind of go through it, really it. Does not make sense? Any of it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I agree with you 100%. So we're reaching towards the end here and there's kind of like, um, still kind of a, I just want to now look towards the future and what you guys anticipate for 2021, not only with your business, but maybe you can give us some, um, forward thinking into if you are a buyer or a seller, what things might they need to know or understand with all the changes going on? Sure. I mean, Go ahead. You Why don't you jump in on this one? <laughs> yeah, so Kim. Changes, I mean, I, I don't know. I think uh, ultimately we need more inventory right now. We're down over 50%. You know, uh, I do know also that interest rates are very low. Is that typical 50%? Let me just, I'm sorry for cutting in. No. Oh. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. In, inventory, usually a good healthy market's about four months of inventory. Right now, uh, I think we have, I don't even know. I, 23 days worth of inventory. <laughs> so it's just, there's not enough, there's not enough out there for buyers. So we're seeing a lot of competitive mark or uh, offers and it's, it's just really, it's really tough too for that first time home buyer right now, because that price point under 300,000 is, you know, there's, we have people on the team working with buyers right now and it's 23 offers, 26 offers. And, yeah. you know, they're offering over list price and no inspections and no appraisals. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's, you know, risky, but, yeah. um, uh, you know, coupled that with coupled with the in, you know, interest rates being so low, I think until there is a, a little bit of a shift in that piece, mm -hmm. I, I really don't see, uh, I do know also that with the forbearance that, you know, the government's going to be, uh, that's coming due at the end of March. Okay. So maybe we'll see a little more influx then it, it it's all speculation, no matter who I talk to in the, in the business, we really 
don't know when, what that's going to look like or when that's mm-hmm. going to make that shift. But until the yeah. interest rates come up, I don't see. I appreciate, so- I appreciate your insight and wow. letting that's me know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can get all the charts and graphs out and I'll be honest, I'm looking at 60, 90 days out. That's yeah. it. You go any further, you can get yourself in a lot of trouble. Yeah. You know, new, new, new regime is coming in, you know, new changes, you know, all this stuff. At the end of the day, all you have to do is focus on one thing, taking care of the client. Yeah. That's yeah. all that matters. Yeah. That really, at the that's end of the day, that's all about. that matters. <laughs> I really do appreciate how you guys do things too, because it does really show in, in your content too, is how much you guys care not only about each other and about the team, but your clients as well. There's definitely the forefront of that. And so, you know, whatever you guys are doing, I just have to say, keep it up because it's only showing in who you work with and, you know, what you guys have been doing. I mean, it's just so amazing that we've, been able to connect and have you guys on our show so i'm very thankful to have you guys now that i consider you friends hopefully yeah. awesome well now yeah. we have some acquaintances too so uh, yes yeah. yes yeah small world <laughs> absolutely i'm so excited to see what you guys do in the future and if there's anything that we can do i mean you were already telling me some um your neighbors and who might be a good fit for us on the podcast please send them our way we oh are my God. open absolutely. door yeah yeah. And so we're reaching towards the end. I th- really do thank you guys for coming aboard. And uh, now I kick it off to you to promote yourselves and your business. Tell us all your social media handles, where we can find you on your website, everything and anything go right ahead. Awesome. Well, you can always, okay. This is what I always tell people. Google the Panazzo team. Okay. <laughs> You'll see all of our Facebook, IG, LinkedIn, YouTube, uh, all of it. Uh, all of it. <laughs> all of it. And, um, you know, once again, we work with both buyers and sellers. We love helping those first time home buyers because they're scared shitless. They're excited. <laughs> and I was one of them. <laughs> they need, you know, First time home buyers, they need that extra love because, you know, it is, it's crazy out there and they're mm-hmm. getting so much advice from different people. And so we love helping first time home buyers. And then also too, anyone that's coming in from out of state, mm-hmm. we've lived here since 1994. We, well. we love this city and we know all the ins and outs around the city. So Beautiful. we're always open. Awesome. And with that, before we go, ladies and gentlemen, you can hear every episode of Finding Arizona Podcast at our website, findingarizonapodcast.com. Make it easy for you guys to connect with us. So tell us who you want in next at all of our social media handles, Finding Arizona Podcast, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We make it easy for you guys to connect with us. Last but not least, we do have Patreon. It is patreon.com slash Podcast, where you will be able to sign up for one of our tiers. And in return, you get bonus content like our bonus podcast called Fine Examinations, which we hope Dave and Kim here will be joining us next so go check out that episode only at patreon.com slash finding arizona podcast and with that we say good night to all of you listening good night to dave and kim here the pisano team take care take care and then with that we say kisses hugs and belly rubs to all good night bye y'all